Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what, what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a safe place. Around, you know, kind of like uh, building a campfire. Or a wagon. Circle, circling of the wagons. Or, so, you know, it doesn't have to be circle-based. It could be, you know, what is that uh, thing? Parallelogram-based. But I'm going to gather us together, you know, me, you, everything that's running through your brain. Whatever's got you up at night, tossing and turning. Whatever's, you know, poking at you, talking at you, hurting you. Making your heart race, your your mind just list and list and grind and grind. Whatever it is, I'm I'm here to help. And, And I know if this is your first time here, second time here... 50th time here. It might be late. I don't I don't understand what why, what, when, how, who is it? Well gee, here's here's what it is. Uh, I'm gonna tell a story and talk. I'm gonna try to do it in a lulling, even tone. I'm gonna try to use my low voice tonight. Cause you know, it's is a geez, I really take it down a notch. And I, and I don't understand. I say, geez, I do a sleep podcast and put people to sleep. I, I don't understand how it works. I just know for some people it does. But believe it or not, my st- st- story is going to distract. Like, you're going to listen to this story. And ideally, you'll be listening to that instead of thinking or listening to whatever the chatter chatters going on in your brain or whatever whatever's you know, if if you got some kind of pain, or worries, or anguish, or, or even something, you know, I say, geez, I can't wait. Tomorrow's the day the daisies bloom. I mean, I don't know if that's a thing, but just in case it is, you know, if I knew about that, I say, well, geez, what does a daisy look like? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure what a day identified day, but you know, I'm sure if you knew about that, they'd be getting up for the daisies blooming. Would be cool. So. Whatever is that, my, my story's goal is say, well, geez, instead of thinking about any of that stuff or all of it, just listen to my voice, listen to my story. Well, you know what, you say, geez, kind of like I'm talking in the other room, and you're like, well, that's my amusingly grandfatherly figure, or, you know, something like out of the cartoons, one of those cartoon characters that's mildly amusing. I like to listen to go on and on about, uh, you know, cheddar cheese or whatever the hell he talks about. Vermont versus uh, Dublin versus wherever. And you'll just listen to me. You'll be lying in bed listening to me make you say, geez, well, here's it, Wisconsin. Let me list, uh, you know, geez. And you say, geez, I could listen to that all day. And meanwhile, I'm not even, I'm in the other room, I'm not even talking about cheddar cheese. I'm talking about. My gerbil named Chitter, and saying, "Geez, I miss my gerbil named Chitter." And the follow-up gerbil Chitter too, which were gerbils I had when I was a, bl- a lad. But it doesn't really matter. You say, "Well, geez," I, and then I fell asleep because I, I was wondering what he was saying about cedar chips. 
in Salt Licks, but I figured that was just how they make cheese in, uh, you know, wherever. I don't even know. That. I think he said Bestros. Um, so I'm going to try. Just that's it. That's the uh, thing. That's the way the podcast works. According uh, to pseudoscience, you can't think about two things at once. So if you're listening to me, ideally you won't be running through all that stuff in your brain. And hopefully because we've gathered a safe parallelogram of story and, you know, no sitting rules at this parallelogram. Campfire, pillar, par- campfire, parallelogram, kids. You know, the rest of your brain, they can say, hey, you don't have to sit any kind of cross-legged or, you know, sit up or sit down or you know, just just sit wherever you want. Just listen. Watch the fire crackle. Maybe make it some more, but you might be asleep already. You say, wow, the fire feels good. It's warm. I'm at the ideal distance where it's warming my face, but it doesn't make me feel like I'm getting the uh, fire-related sunburn. Or, God forbid, fire uh, sub- sunburn awareness where you got a bad sunburn and you didn't think about it, and then you're at the campfire, and you say, wow, oh, jeez, is that my too close to the fire? Oh, no, you got a terrible sunburn today. Did you forget to put sunscreen on? And that sunscreen brain loves to tell you at about uh, 1 a.m. that it's, uh, why didn't you put sunscreen on? Dude, I'm trying to sleep. I'm not here to discuss sunscreen. I mean, if I tell you what's been running through my brain today which will probably lead to what we'll talk about this episode. You know, it's, it's, and so that's one of the reasons I do it. I'm, affl- I'm afflicted. I'm afflicted by over-worry, over-concern, over-vigilance, hyper-vigilance, hyper-concern. Uh, other, what are those called, prequels? Pre- pre- the things that come before words. You say super Trans, I got trans, I used to say we do trans boredom on this podcast, and we do. We bore across all, across stuff. We're, we're like the Brit- trans boredom express. Across the frozen, oh, well, that wouldn't be a fro. I wish it was a frozen tundra of nighttime thoughts. But more like it's like the uh, boiling mud pits times a billion. Uh, chat, chat, chat on away. Um, well, but that's why I do it. It seems to work for some people. I hope it works for you. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there or on your podcatcher. If you can subscribe in iTunes, that would be key. The podcast will come right to you. You can email me, feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. You can comment on the website. You can tweet, tweet me. And you can uh, get me on Facebook, any of those means. Uh, you know, when it says, geez, sometimes I'm better at getting sometimes sometimes I'm better at getting back to people. I try to get back to everybody. And I'd love to hear from you. We got the Silvertone. Had this great idea. Yes, I think it was yesterday. What is today? Sunday. And uh, Silverstone said, hey, uh, let's try a, a hashtag. You guys just do, do a, a, on Twitter. If you have an idea for a story, a picture, a word, a, a, a paragraph, uh, something else, uh, put hashtag Silvertone. 
that was my idea. Well, yeah, just put pound silver tone, and then I'm late. Don't put it at Deer Scooter. Just put blah 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 pound silver tone. And at some point, I will search that and then just use that for story ideas. So I don't know if you think what you think about that, but you know, if you do, pound silver tone. And you still, you know, you can't get Silvertone enough hashtags. He's got a atomic cherry juice or something. He's he's in he's he's singing with tonight, I think. And I said I didn't have time to Google it because I thought I said, oh boy, that sounds uh, uh, like it's going to make my chest sweat. And uh, I said, uh, or maybe atomic cherry. Uh, I think it was atomic cherry juice, and they say, "Hey, that's good for sleep." They say it increases melatonin. Uh, so that's it. If you want to support the podcast, and you're going to shop on Amazon, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com/slash/amazon, and it'll put. I don't know how. Once you do that for the, I think just for that session, if you buy something, we'll get a small percentage. They don't charge you anymore. We'll just get a small percentage of purchase. Eve, I bought some sleep phones over there because his cat ate his sleep phones. Paid his cat 49 cents. And I made 63 cents. And they say, well, geez, what about it? Poor Eli is at $4,000 trip to the vet to get the sleep phone. No, he did. I didn't. I think his cat's fine. So uh, that, or you get, if you want sleep phones, you go sleepingpodcast.com slash sleep phones or headphones. Just go to sleepingpodcast.com slash Amazon if you can. And uh, that's it. I'm glad you're here. If you, Oh, if you're good at fonts, you know, come up with a T-shirt idea, sleep with me podcast, or sleep with me in big words. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not on my A-game right now. I don't know what it is. But I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall. Oh, I said that. But, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep moving on to the show. What do you say? All right, uh, thank you. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful that does our music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. I think I just said that, but uh, check it out. Scotty and Jennifer do our artwork. I want to thank uh, Michael, Alex, and Andy for commenting on the website. Alex especially, because I don't know if Alex was worried about correcting my spelling, but that's a nice thing to do. Say, hey, you're spelled Stitcher wrong. And I said, geez, uh, to myself, I said, it probably won't be the last time, especially Stitcher, anything TC. I said, geez, that's a TCH situation. But then you throw it on the internet, and it's like all bets are off. Obviously, the spelling of internet stuff. You say, "Well, we couldn't buy a vowel." Some, some, uh, what are they called? A uh, URL squ- squatter or whatever the hell had the one with the e in it. So we dropped the e, and we, you know, we're, uh, you know, we dropped the u from funk, and now we're uh, Funk and Wagnalls uh, Dance Club, you know. And in uh, uh, Fun Emporium, which I did, that name, you know, Midler. I don't know. Midler, we couldn't lose the I or the E, so we'll have to get on that. But, yeah, thank you for correcting my spelling. No, 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 good, you know, good intentions. You know, you, you can't be a jerk when you have good intentions. Someone could say you're a jerk. I did, I'm not saying that. 
What do you mean I said that Alex correcting my spelling? Gosh darn it. In my, you know, pirate, but, but piratey voice, 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 uh, I, you know, if you have good intentions and someone says you're a jerk, you're not, I don't think, I don't know, but I can see why it's risky, you know, so thank you for risking me, my, my ire to help me out. Thank you. And again, that was, uh, Michael, Alex and Andy all had nice comments on the website. And, man, we got Damon D on the backup. We just heard from Damon D. I haven't had a chance to get back to him, but that's good to know. Uh, Damon D, Mizuzu, Lucy, Marcus, our buddy that we're, we're, uh, that I'm thinking about. Leslie Ann sent me something nice. Aaron uh, from Aaron Radio. Oh, I don't know if there's an Aaron Radio show, but I'll be talking about Aaron at some other point in the future. But he, he really offered to help us out a lot. Uh, Heidi sent me a nice, a couple nice pictures. Betty, I think I already thanked, but Betty, Leslie Ann, I just thanked. Uh, Divine Miss M. And hopefully I didn't miss anybody in emails, but yeah, wow, thank you guys. Uh, over on Twitter, we have some, heard from some new people and, you know, old school listeners. Natty, Natalie M., a new listener for first first couple listens. Our buddy John S. cracking me up. New listener to Glenn M. So a lot of M, M names in the alphabet. Semi-new listener, I think. Thanks, Glenn. Our uh, buddy Rebel still, you know. I uh, sent a, sent something about uh, nights of uh, pen pen and I got a you know future problem that I'm gonna have doing that. Uh, Jensen W, a uh, new listener I think or semi new listener, thank you. Words are birds. Alexandra Silvertone, Kathy Samantha, and over on Facebook we got Laura. Alexander Billy W. He's he, he's cracking everybody up on Facebook, including me. He would accidentally tune in to me saying, "Hey, I got to get home to masturbate," and I was like, "Geez, which of the many?" I didn't say this then, but I my first reaction. Gee, okay, which masturbation discussion was that? <laughs> it was, uh, it was like, she said, "I get recorded." I thought I had to put that in the deleted that. Uh, Julie G. Uh, Kimberly, Anna B, and everybody else, else out there. But I also have an announcement that just came in, literally just came in about, it's, uh, well, let me tell you, I think in the intro I said I was recording last night, and then I just, last night was Sunday, today's Monday, it's Monday afternoon when I'm recording now. And we'll get to that emotional state type stuff. Um, but uh, I got an announcement in, in on the wire here that I'm going to read. With, with, you know, my own embellishments. Okay, so this is the embellishment part. Uh, I wish, well, I don't know if I have a, a one day, one, one time. I don't, I guess I don't have a movie trailer voice. Uh, two listeners of a podcast separately thought of an idea to form a career community within that podcast community to further communitize and bring community one day, each rose out of bed, grabbed a type uh, communications device, typed a uh, information across the superhighway, the information superhighway to scooters 
in boxes or, you know, thingamajigs. And he read it, and they both said, hey, we want to help you form a community, podcast community somewhere where everybody can gather and exchange tips and support, sleep support, friendship, you know, co-compadre situations, bore, true digital bore friendship separately. And then, you know, we did an intro and I just want to you know, get out of that voice. So, as I just said, Alexandra and Laura got a hold of me separately recently, almost on the exact same days. Is that, hey, I want to, I like it. I'm a part of a couple of online communities. I think we should have one for the podcast so we can talk and share. Maybe a little more private because it's going to be a community, but it's going to be a Facebook community. But Alexandra and Laura have been working behind the scenes on it. Uh, so here's their announcement. Uh, attention, Stupor fans. You're invited to join the official Facebook Sleep With Me podcast community. Want to ask what Dear Scooter said after you fell asleep? Want to share your dreams? Have a happy announcement to share? Something you want support for? These are all great things. Come in on in and talk about it, even if it's not sleep-related. To join, you just send a Facebook join request to Sleep With me podcast community and i should have that in the show notes and uh, i'll be sharing that but this literally came in at uh, uh let's see now an hour ago um so i just want to thank laura and laura and alexandra for their hard work and their career you know say hey not, not just this isn't just an idea we're working you know they weren't well, boom and i know i mean probably other people have shared it but this was just one of those things where I was like, okay, uh, this just came up. And at the same time, I could, you know, it's so I think it's a wonderful thing. And I hope I hope you guys feel like uh, this is one more step in just saying, hey, this is a, a safe place. This will be another, you know, safe safe place on the Internet, you know, so wear pants. And, you know, don't, you know, don't wear a T-shirt with your Social Security number on it. But it should be a relatively safe place to share, like they said, anything. So that's it. Uh, so that'll be sharing the show. So I'm going to thank them both very much. And let's get on with the show. So it's a Monday. Uh, happy Memorial Day. I want to thank you, everybody. And you know, thank you and the thank yous, except for, you know, but all the people that are out there that are currently serving United States or any other of their country's uh, military to you know protect their country, or a lot of those of you that have served, whether you're living a happy and healthy life and you just can't sleep because of something else, or because of you know any anything that happened to you while you're serving, you know the, the PTSD or whatever else it is, you know, thank you so much. For stepping outside the normal, uh, you know, normal, hey, let's, you know, you know thank you for having the courage, uh, you know, to say, hey, uh, this is something I'm going to do. For whatever reason you did it, you, you, you know, th- thanks. That's, I don't know. I'm not good at this kind of stuff. And, and uh, So thank you. So I don't know. These three-day weekends, I, 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 you think uh, – Part of me, let's see, so for Saturday, Sunday, it's Monday now. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I think it lulls you into not, uh, like, okay, my anxiety. On Saturday, my anxiety was so low. I was like, oh, wow, 
uh, normally, and uh, I have a little extra responsibility this week, but I said, well, normally I'd be worrying about all the stuff I get to get done on Sunday, uh, but now I got extra day Monday. And then I said, so I said, wow, it gets like I got two Sundays in a row. So Saturday I was really feeling, I was like, man, this is great. And then yesterday, I don't know, I feel like uh, all those brain pokers, brain bots, you know, anxiety, stress, regret. I don't know, it started picking at me yesterday. I was like, I started thinking a lot about the past, mistakes I've made, things I never, you know. Regret, Regret City, I guess. Oh, take me down to Regret City. I mean, I wonder how many regrets Axel Rose has. I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he's not at that point yet. Or maybe he's like, I don't care. I'm Axel Rose. I got regrets. What are you, freaking Frank Sinatra over here? But I was like, I was going to do an episode last night, but then it was late. And I was like, well, you have to. Look, uh, sometimes it's hard with the podcast. To know when to say, okay, even though I don't feel like recording, I should record to uh, rigor I talk about. Or or, or there's times, uh, so, so it's like trying to find the fine line between forcing it and doing it when you don't, doing the work when you don't necessarily feel like it, but that's the time the work should be done. Now, luckily, I had today off. Uh, so I said, well, I, I don't want to force it. Something's going on with me. It's an inner, inner, inner turmoil situation. You know, let's not force it. So I'm mean, here. I am doing the doing the podcast now, and I had had this idea last night. I was going to do a show about, it. and I said, "Well," I also felt like I was forcing it because then I had this other idea come up about a, a couch, uh, sofas and couches in life, and I said, "Because uh, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know. Everybody worries about money, right?" And uh, for most of us, there's not enough. And if you live in an urban area, it gets, it gets pretty expensive and pretty tight. And uh, they said, I've been wanting to get a couch or a sofa. And I said, well, geez, when I have that much, you know, whatever. I, I worked out. I said, well, this is when I'll get a new sofa. And then as part of me, this isn't regrets. You know, money comes up when you're not feeling good. And then you start to feel bad about money. And then you think about it. And I was thinking about clutter, and then I was thinking about, geez, well, geez, my, the couch I have now is covered in dog hair. Why am I going to get another couch? Well, it's this reason why. And then I was like, well, how often do I sit down <laughs> and sit on the couch? I said, well, you know, sometimes. It'd be nice. And then I started, so then I started thinking about the couch I have. And I was like, well, no. And, and, and I was too emotionally close last night to say, let's sit down and do an opposite. Uh, uh, episode about this couch uh, because it's a holy macro this couch and me and, and again this isn't like I, I guess I can't even say this couch and me and I guess I feel a little bit bad saying this I don't really feel this that close to this couch or sofa I, I don't know what the hell the difference between a sofa and a couch is for starters and I actually sold furniture. I didn't sell very money. I wasn't in the couch or sofa business, but this plays into it. But this, so this couch, and I was like, Jesus, well, what are you going to do a podcast episode about a couch? They said, geez, you're going to do a podcast episode about a couch? What's that? Okay, well, let's, okay. So I said, hey, let's do it. And I said, well, the couch that you're going to be free, 
But then it's like, well, maybe this is one of these get to know the podcaster episodes because this couch and me. Again, there I go saying that. Like this couch has been a partner of mine. And it hasn't been. It's been there. I mean, this is why I say the couch that yearned to be free because it's like, Jesus, poor couch. It's kind of been dragged along for the ride. And I, 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 man, I feel like a, a not a bully, a neglectful uh, pet owner almost talking about this. So the way back story of how I got this couch, um, way, way too much details, but I had this furniture business that failed. I think I've talked about that. Bankrupted me and uh, my my wife at the time. Uh, that's probably now we're in new new podcaster revealing territory. And uh, it was a horrible mistake getting into this business. Terrible idea. And then not only was it a bad idea, it was something I stuck with because I said, well, geez, I don't want to quit this. It was a bad idea from day one. But I said, well, maybe maybe I didn't trust my gut. I think I've talked about this a little bit. And I should have said, oh, I'm not a furniture salesman. I'm not a, a business, like an entrepreneur who are salesmen. That's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Those of you that are listening that are, that if that's your thing, and you know, that's great. But I'm not, for sure, because this is not the only business I almost ran into the ground trying to sell stuff. But anyway, we could talk about that another time. Uh, but towards the end uh, of the furniture business, uh, it was just companies selling furniture on the Internet. And they said, oh, we want to partner with local uh, – like I was selling on the Internet, but more on Craigslist. And they were selling it like on a website. And they said, oh, we want to partner with local places to distribute our furniture that we sell on the Internet. And they sold couches and stuff. So this couch is one of the things that came through with them. And I can't remember if it was like they had sent it to somebody and they canceled the order or what had happened. But uh, uh, but, but this couch didn't get sold by them. It ended up sitting in my warehouse. And every once in a while, like I said, I didn't sell couches. I think I s- s- tried to sell it on Craigslist. But it was like a reddish, maroonish colored couch, which I'm a, I have no taste. So I said, well, just saying a half bad looking couch, not the most comfortable, but not the most uncomfortable either. And uh, uh, what do you call it? But I couldn't sell it. And then as a, and then the company that was selling the internet, I got in a big fight with them, probably with all my stuff. I had a big jerk. To those guys, I was like, you owe me all this money. We were fighting over money. Actually, they weren't fighting. I was like, uh, felt like they owed me some money, whatever. And not not, a per- not pretty things, but in probably some, you know, apologies are owed. I owe some apologies there. But somehow in the, they ended up with this couch. Whether they owed me money, they gave me the couch instead. Or they said, just sell it and keep the money or something like that. End up with this poor maroon couch. And I couldn't sell it, and then I was selling everything I could of this furniture business because once I knew I was out of business, you know, you try to sell everything because you got to move out of your warehouse or whatever. And uh, I remember, like, the I pretty much sold everything, all my floor samples and all that, but I couldn't sell this couch. There was a couple other things I couldn't sell, uh, but this couch was one of them. Now my wife at the time... Uh, 
I said, hey, this, this, this couch, I, I kept trying to pitch her on it anyway. I was like, I don't like this couch. And she was like, I don't think she ever came out and said it was ugly. But I said, well, geez, now we're stuck with it. Uh, it's all what a great. <laughs> and so I said, well, she's a brand new couch. It's nice. And again, I don't want to be, be uh, disregarding, but this couch is not the most. It's kind of like a couch. You're like, eh, kind of like the podcast when you're like, eh, the stories, I'm going to fall asleep. Eh. Not super comfortable. Not the best for lying and taking a nap. Kind of a probably a poor design, and I don't. I can't take a picture of it because I have a, a, a black slip cover on it now. But so business goes under. Or I decided to didn't it, it whatever business is closed. The couch comes home with us, and then the couch has to uh, stay, stay with us. And we say neither one of us. You know, it, it was almost like this symbol of. Uh, a failure I was almost unaware of. I said, geez, I, it was like such a relief to be away from this business. Like it already failed, but I stuck it out for like more, many more years. So in some sense, this couch was stuck in this weird uh, psychic place because it was like uh, to- totally a symbol of my failure, uh, but also like uh, a symbol of my freedom from the failure. But you're not, you know... It's okay to fail, uh, but but you, you, at the same time, uh, I don't know. It, it was like a, some sort of wave title action or something. Like uh, the impact of the failure hadn't hit me yet uh, within the first year or two. I was so relieved to be on the shore, you know, that the tsunami wave had not crashed on me yet. And I think that's one of the things about failure, especially if you move away from your 20s and move into ages beyond your 20s, is like saying, oh, geez, it's the impact of that failure, of the wave crashing on you, of like bringing you to your senses or terrifying you, where where you, you actually have to come to grips with it and say, oh, what did I learn from this experience or what can I carry me forward or... Was it this terrible tsunami that, you know, wreaked all this destruction and now I've got to pick up the pieces or whatever? So in some sense, this was like a mini tsunami, this couch. But at the time, I didn't know it. And this couch, you know, silently sat in observance as, uh, uh, you know, I, I continued to not do the best job as a partner, uh, and is just getting any general direction in my life. But this couch kind of sat and stood, stood silent watch. And maybe, yeah, what was uh, like, uh, and uh, and then uh, we, we, we had a daughter together. Um, and this is getting way deeper than I thought it would. Uh, but, you know, this is what three-day weekends are here for, I guess. And uh, the couch... Uh, was there for that, uh, the tsunami couch. And you know, we were starting to raise our daughter together. And then the painful parts of uh, uh, having a relationship, either with someone, you know, in my case, uh, I wasn't fully invested in a relationship. I, I, I was like, I don't know if I was a full-blown drunk at the time. 
but I definitely wasn't a full partner. Uh, and just like the uh, business, I was playing out a similar pattern where it was like uh, 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 I wasn't trying to fix things in neither one. It was like I was defeated but not willing to admit defeat. And I think that was the business more than the relationship. Uh, but I, I don't know. This is just not my, this is not all 100% my business to be airing here. I'm just trying to put everything in context. Uh, but in some sense, I bear, bear a lot of that responsibility. And, but the couch was there, uh, you know, watching, watching this go on. And then uh, uh, things, things happen. I, I need to respect some decorum here. And then the couch went into storage for some point, uh, where where we we weren't, weren't living together anymore, and uh, uh, and then uh, we, we both moved again, uh, separately. And then the couch moved. This time I said, "Oh, geez, that that couch is in storage. I'll take it." And again, I'm trying to skirt around this private stuff because it's kind of private. You know, just say, "Jesus, this is some disclosure." Uh, but, but, you know, I don't want to over-disclose anything. But so the, and then, but this poor couch is like, geez, okay, I'll take you out of storage instead of throwing you away. And this couch came to the place now where I still live. Uh, this was many years ago. And, uh, and, and then I said, well, at some point, uh, after like living in my place for a few months, I said, geez, this couch is kind of ugly. Poor thing. And I said, let me get one of those covers for it. And I think right around the same time, I got a black cover for it. And I said, well, maybe, my, maybe it's a good, you know, because uh, the thing about a couch is you, you do want a special relationship with you. you I guess I'm sorry to be, I'm not trying to be hurtful, but it's like, and I'm not, this is not a metaphorical discussion. This is an actual concrete discussion about a couch. I'm not making any metaphors here. Uh, ideally, you want a couch you take a nap on, that you drool on, that you fall asleep on in different positions, but that you're like, oh, I mean, I guess this is like my fantasy couch relationship. It's like, oh, man, I can't wait to kick back this couch. I'm just like, well, I can kind of get comfortable. But I put this black slip cover on it. And I said, hey, not bad. Then I get right around the same time I got my dog. And I hadn't owned a dog as an adult uh, so I didn't really know the ins and outs. And this was a full-grown dog, Koa, that I got. And, yeah, it was just to relieve anybody's fears, you know, was sharing custody with my daughter and co-parenting, and that that's a wonderful thing, uh, and that's going fine. So just address that there. But uh, but this dog, uh, I let it sit on the couch, and it was covered in dog hair, and I was like, oh, that was a bad idea. And that was years ago. <laughs> And it's still, it's still covered in hair. A lot of times, it's, so that's a state of affairs of the couch with it just just intertwined in my life inexorably. Ideally, I could avoid it telling you guys any of that, but you know, you're gonna get you guys are getting to know me. Some of you get you know email me or run into me. You might know some of this. Some you know, but you guys know. But from listening, it's like I'm a human being, just like all of you. Trials and travails, a lot of mistakes I made, and a lot of people I've hurt, you know. But this isn't a public airing or attempt to resolve any of that, just uh, part of a story 
but just part of part of my my tale, I guess, and trying to tell this tale about a couch. And uh, set up like, uh, what the hell is this couch one? And this isn't a metaphor, but maybe the couch will become its own. Maybe the couch wishes it had a metaphor for it. it was like, I mean, this poor couch, if it could speak, it's like, uh, you've dragged me through your life. And I mean, first of all, the couch would probably go against whoever, go get whoever designed it and be like, what the hell? And then maybe it was like a custom order. Again, I, I I don't know. I find I find the a maroonish color. I like it, but I guess yeah, it doesn't really. Definitely doesn't go any with anything I own. And then even with the black cover covered in dog hair, it's like well, she's that doesn't really match. And you know, and I said it's not a most comfortable couch. It's not terribly uncomfortable. It's just like a mediocre couch. That that's been chained to me. And for for, for uh, I guess a, a semi disposable item like a couch, it's like man, what a what a life to live, being chained to me. And you may say, well, Jesus, couch saw a birth of a child, a child's first steps. Uh, the couch has seen you know happiness and passion between people, and uh, probably moments of love. And uh, moments of love between parents and a child, between grandparents and a child. Spent at uh, celebrations and birthday parties. It's had a dog, you know, that has, you know, it can't stop licking her feet, so her feet always smell on her. That's a nice dog. And you say, geez, you're not seeing the whole picture. And, that, and I guess that's another thing that comes up on these anxiety-ridden days is... uh you know, oh, wait, I don't see the whole picture. I was having this discussion with somebody. You know, it's hard navigating these relationships with all of you guys sometimes because it's like I don't know you or you don't know me, but we kind of know each other. And then sometimes confusion can come up. And I've had more than one person say, oh, geez, I have trouble uh, reconciling the person I hear in the podcast, the person I see on Periscope, with the person you say you are or whatever. And it's like when I said, uh, yeah, it's hard for me because I only see myself from the inside. And so it's interesting. This couch has been seeing me from the outside the whole time. So the couch probably like, dude, you're only seeing the negative. You're not seeing the, the whole picture. But I don't see the whole picture with myself. I just hear all these noises and all these voices inside and all these Voices from the past and worries about the future. So I don't see what you guys see or, hear, or necessarily hear what you hear. And I have a little bit of a, a quick story about it. And then I'll try to do some sort of fantasy type story too. Uh, so one of the things I did was join this San Francisco podcasters meetup where uh, I've been to two meetings. And it's like ideally be like a help each other as we try to develop our podcasts or people try to launch their podcasts. And I talked about a little bit Dom and Jen from uh, This Damn World. That's their podcast. They they host it and everything, and they're great, great people. The last one we were at, there was a couple different people there trying to launch their podcast or get ready. And there was this woman there named Carol. And her and her husband were, she was there, but her and her husband were thinking about launching this podcast or coming up with ideas for their podcast. I guess I was trying to come out of my shell and, like, be helpful I mean, and I got really excited about it, you know, helping. I said, geez, uh, 
you know, I remember I don't, I'm not good at asking for help. So I was excited to help these people that are trying to start their podcast. And so was uh, Dom and Jen. And there was another guy, Mark, there uh, who was trying to start a podcasting company. And he was pretty excited, too. And so it was like, oh, yeah, like I was just trying to relay some of my experience. And I have no idea how he come across, to be honest with you. Like, to me, it always feels like, uh, and this is very egotistical, but that people just, I, I, people will end up being like uh, seeing right through me that I'm a terrible person and like a repulsive human being. I mean, you know, geez, there's some good qualities that you're trying to put forth, but we can detect who you are. Uh, but trying to fight against that part of my ego, because it's just this form of egotism or whatever, or whatever you want to call it, uh, narcissism is being better than everybody. Uh, but um, so trying to keep that in check and be like, well, how can I help these people launch their podcast? But this is still like baby steps for me. I don't know what the hell, you know, I didn't, I've never done this stuff as an adult before. But so I, whatever, I got into it, like the flow or whatever the hell, being like, oh, yeah, like, this is okay. Oh, that's, uh, you know, just talking without uh, editing myself, kind of like I'm doing tonight. Um, but whatever, it ended up uh, after the meeting, and I just said, oh, this is my podcast, and people kind of laugh when you know they hear the idea in a positive way. They say, oh, that's a unique idea. But so she, she said, we're getting ready to leave. It's nighttime, and she, Carol said, she's like, oh, I'm walking to BART. I'm like, oh, I'm going to BART. That's the train. So I said, we'll walk together. So we're chatting, wonderfully pleasant person, wonderful person. I can't, can't wait till she gets her, her podcast launched. But uh, we were chatting, and I was telling her more about my podcast and uh, you guys, how wonderful you guys are. And she said, I'll have to listen to it, you know, when I get home and check it out. And then she said, she sent me an email the next day. Oh, thanks so much. Because, you know, I was, tried, I, I was really interested. I was honestly interested and honestly wanted to help. But she sent me this wonderfully nice email where she said the same thing you guys say, but from the exact opposite perspective. She said, wow, like, I don't think I could fall asleep to your podcast. It was great. And I can't wait to tell everybody I know about it. But she was like, I can't resolve you know, it's hard for me to resolve the person I met with the person in the podcast. And I don't know if that's because I was more, like, less goofy or more goofy. Uh, or, like, because I was serious and I was like, geez, I wasn't trying to be serious, like, about the podcasting business. Or because, yeah, I was in a more of a uh, helping make a podcast mode. So so it can be weird, these kind of things. And, and really uh, a little bit terrifying. Uh, to be like, oh, all you guys are listening, and I've met some of you, or I've emailed with some of you. Um, and, and it's like, geez, I don't even know who the hell I am a lot of the time. I'm still trying to figure that out. And the weird thing is, so this couch, uh, we have the uh, tsunami couch has been there the whole time watching me. And watching me stumble through life and watching me have these high moments in life, these wonderful moments in life that somehow I'm still learning to be grateful for or to savor, to learn out what, learn what savoring means or to appreciate things. Because I'm lucky 
to 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 have some of these things. And because I know I hear from some of you guys, people with chronic, chronic, chronic pain issues. Or, I mean, man, I've been sick for the past week. And I've been, you know, man, I I don't know. So I'm an incredibly lucky person. And then on top of that, all that, uh, I'm incredibly lucky to have this podcast and to be able to just tell stories and and share with you guys and experiment and then say, Jesus, whatever this testing out I'm doing and following my gut, which was one of my huge mistakes all along of not following my gut. Jesus, follow my gut in this situation. It's helping people fall asleep. And I don't quite understand what's going on here. It's, it is counterintuitive. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense a lot of times, but it's it, it can be fun. It can be, it stretches me so, so much. Uh, and it's like, geez, I don't know what the couch has to say about it. I wish the couch could talk, uh, but I don't think it would, I don't know how well it would go because the couch really has a lot of grievances against me or should. That couch might just be totally chill. But I don't know, maybe it's a gift tonight for the rest of the time we have here. Take a couple breaths and say, well, maybe we can start to look at it from a couch's perspective. Maybe maybe my ego could step aside and say, yeah, maybe I don't know the answers about who I am. Whether I want to say I'm all this bad person with this past of mistakes and hurts and uh, unfulfilled things. And then you, hey, you're just glossing over or whatever the revert, matting over all of the, uh, the the joy there. And maybe, maybe that way, I say, well, geez, that is the past. You're right. So maybe if we take a minute and you say, well, geez, he, Scooter just kind of, I don't know, that was overwhelming maybe or it was overwhelming for me. You say, well, geez, a lot of people go through this kind of stuff. This is a part of the human condition. You know, regret, fear of the future, mistakes. We all make them, failures, uh, couches even. And not even, well, most of us have them, or sofas, or futons, or some freaking sitting, uh, primary sitting device. Well, Jesus, as a time for the personification of, uh, you know, your sofa or whatever, whatever else. Uh, but maybe it is, you know, maybe. Maybe he's like, geez, I never cut you a break. I was so caught up in my stuff. And if we're putting aside the metaphor thing, you know, all the stuff I talked about, you know, that kind of stuff involving other people deserves more, more than just a sofa-based metaphor, clearly. So, yeah, I'm not trying to make any metaphor about my... You know, I said that about 50 times. Maybe just to relieve my own fear. But uh, what if it's like, hey, man... I, didn't even, I never caught your name over the past whatever. I don't even know how long it's been. That's what I was thinking last night. I'm like, man, when was that? I said, well, geez, the bankruptcy hasn't cleared my credit report, so it hasn't been 10 years, but it, it's been a while. And, man, you've been dragging, dragging you along or forcing you along or maybe the sofa's chills. I mean, it would be nice to have... Uh, Jeff Daniels comes a lot, along a lot, comes up a lot in podcast discussions with people. 
That would be a pretty good person to have uh, personify your sofa. And maybe not quite the dude. You know, in order, uh, was it bad, 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 bad Blake? But maybe more like, geez, I bet you Jeff Daniels has got a, you know, pinch of those. But, you know, he's got his own fullness to him that we don't see or know. And she, but she's just Jeff Daniels go through this identity thing. Well, geez, you know, what am I? Am I the, uh, you know, which side of the mirror am I? What the hell? What does that even mean? Am I the paint? What What the hell? And um, I don't know, maybe Jeff uh, Bridges is too much, you know. But he's like a good silent listener with a grin. And he's got those uh, kind eyes. I wonder how close him and Bo were. Bo, or are, I guess. Are they best friends, you think? I, mean, it's Bo, I think Bo Bridges is still with us, but I'm not. I think, yeah, I think he's on a show right now. And he said, well, you really, he said, well, it's not really an archangel or a, is that what they're called? Guardian angel? It's my tsunami sofa, you know. And in some sense, it's just broken over me in the past couple of years, the impact. And maybe it was the cheap uh, slipcover I put on it that was instantly covered in dog hair. And then the clutter masked on it and then, you know, panically unmasked on it. And then the laundry, the folded laundry, the unfolded laundry, the remotes, the mouses, the chargers. You know, I say, well, I clean that up and move it. But I never said, hey, man, hey, tsunami sofa. I'm sorry. Uh, never, uh, never got it right with you. And I'm not even sure what right is. Uh, I never even gave you a chance uh, or ever said, I even had the respect to say, hey, well, you know, we're not feeling you. And uh, and, but, and then I said, well, I don't know. At the time, I didn't really have any other options. I could have thrown you in the back of a truck, but then what would I have done with you? Uh, you know, because I still have nightmares or what those panic type dreams of having a, a a forgotten warehouse or storage unit full of furniture I never dealt with like you. You know, since you've been here all along, you've been quiet because you're a sofa. Of course, you don't talk much, but you really haven't made any trouble. And geez, you've, you've put up with a hell of a lot. And actually, you know, I, I'm trying well. Have I taken it? I'm sure I've taken naps on you. So I'm sorry I didn't take any naps on you. I'm sorry that uh, you've just kind of been been there and treated that way. Probably not what you were going for. I mean, probably, and that's then to be, you know, you probably would have been more, well, wrong material for a porn shoot. And I think your price point, you know, you weren't a super expensive sofa, but probably too much for, you know, a couple of, you know, afternoon porn shoot. But your color is porn, maybe an, well, porn office is probably shooting everywhere. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, but, uh, you know, they, so maybe not a porn office. But, you know, maybe, maybe backstage somewhere, you, it would be, well, then you'd be, so, well, you might like that. Sob- I mean, I spilled a lot of beer on you. 
And so maybe backstage somewhere, maybe someplace like the Silvertone was with the Atomic, uh, Atomic Cherry, uh, Atomic Cherry, I don't know, I don't want to look it up, but it wasn't Atomic Cherry Juice. It was either Atomic Cherries or Atomic Cherry Kittens or something, I don't know. But maybe backstage at someplace like that that has like a little, you know, where the Silvertone would be, actually. It would be. You're kind of jazzy. And I'm so you say, well, it's too late now, man. Why don't you just... Uh, and that's why I say, well, hey, man, listen, I, I know this is going to sound weird so far, uh, but I have this podcast, and it puts people to sleep and it helps people with... Yeah, I, I don't know. I want to give this to you, so I want you to close your eyes. You don't even need to be Jeff Bridges because you, you don't need to help me anymore. You've helped me. You've, you've been here. Maybe you already helped me in the tsunami way, crash, being watching everything crashing over me to be like, hey, you know, right your wrongs and appreciate what you have and what maybe, maybe you can learn to savor what you had and, you know, suck the juice out of life or whatever the hell it is. But hey, it's not about me right now. So if I want you to, I don't know, you don't have eyes, but if you were a free sofa, you find yourself awake in these woods as green leaves and a dried leaf path through trees. You hang your, your sofa head low as you go through. And as, you, as the trees they part open, you see a couple of trees that have fallen on each other, that have fallen down. Blue sky streams through on you. And you look close at one of the fallen trees for the first time. You know, you've seen it on those TV shows and stuff, but now you can see moss growing inside trees. Hey, geez, what did that podcast guy say about the moss? Does it grow? But you think you see the texture. You look real close. You lean in. And you see how it's layered and... Dense, and you think of the Hulk probably from the times we watch stuff with the Hulk, the different Hulk movies. What was there? So there's three different actual Hulks, or just two? Let's see, one, geez, there was that one, that one, and then the Avengers Hulk. So that's three. Uh, but you, you say, Jesus, it's a, a sofa like texture. And then you say to me, you know, you look back and say, geez, at least you're good. At least I'm not this color. This wouldn't match anything. But I know you like it anyway, which is even weirder. And then you tell me, put, put my nose and face down to the, and get my own good look at the moss growing. And I look so close there. And I see it too. I say, geez, yeah, you're right. That's cool. And then you push my face into it and laugh. I said, is that the first trick you've played on me? You say, no, 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 it's not. I've been playing tricks. And I say, like, what? And you say, never mind. Oh, look, there's more moss. And then you say, hey, let's follow along these broken trees. These trees are, you pat the wood. No, no, I wonder. And you say, hey, just watch me. And I watch you taking in. There's some internal wood on wood bonding. And then we get a close-up view. You point out little holes bored in the 
side of this rotting piece of tree. It's moist, you know, moist when older dead tree starts to absorb water like a uh, a woody sponge. There's even a flower petal resting on it. So gently. And a green tinge to some wood. You say, you think that's moss? I said, I don't know if that's moss or algae or what the hell it is. Moss, moss. I say, you think it could be some moss stain? And you shrug your shoulders and then you hop up on the log. And you start to navigate it like, like a child would, balancing on the law. You're, you're, and they say, wow, you're very personified now. Walking the log, almost laughing. We come across a little clearing. It's a a picnic table. It looks like there's an electric light hanging above the table like they'd get at Ikea or something. And they say, geez, it's too bad we didn't pack a picnic. And I say, do you ever sit down? I say, that's a weird question, but would you sit down here? And you laugh at me. And you tell me to sit down, and, and, and you, you, you sit next to me, and I say, oh, geez, I guess you do sit down. And we look out at the woods, and you're just so silent, taking it all in. I guess I don't know where your eyes are. And uh, taking everything in. And, I, and as I start to watch, I say, Jesus, is a, I say, I should have taken you on an adventure sooner. Maybe I should take you somewhere, send you somewhere with the the power I have, the power of lulling dullness. Would you like your own full adventure? Because I was like, Jesus, I could have given you one this one, but I was kind of caught up in my own stuff. And I said, Jesus, I think that was a slightly tilting nod. And then I think I get the sense you want me to be quiet, so I sit there and we take in the sounds of the well, we take in the sounds of the day woods, which are much different. Some bird calls. And a lot of wind rustling through the trees. Human sounds. I hear something buzzing. It's a lawnmower or a, uh, what do you call that? A cut, tree cutting thing or chainsaw. Siren. Siren carrying on in the distance. Where I guess where I really see he see is like the beginning of something. Uh, you know, sending this tsunami out. I uh, say, geez, maybe I shouldn't call you tsunami couch, but I don't have anything else to call you. And I feel like right now my stock names wouldn't, wouldn't do you justice. Uh, so I say, hey, you know, maybe maybe in a couple nights I'll send you out somewhere cool. We get to know you a little bit better with your Jeff Daniels-esque thingamajig you got going. And you, I feel an arm around me, and I say, Jesus, is that a couch arm? That I've shunned away because I said, well, Jesus, it's just not. And if you wait, hold up your other arm to quiet me down, I say, yeah. Well, I say, thanks, and I'm sorry. And then you wave out at the woods. And you wave out at the woods. And I say, well, 
I get the sense that things are going to be okay. That I got a case of three-day weekend nerves and I'm making it all about me. And it was this whole life you've lived that has gone unappreciated and the whole life of the forest. person with the chainsaw, the birds, the bugs, the moss, the trees. And I just let it sink in so slowly. Like the slow rolling of the trees in the wind. You know, punctuated by the quick ruffling of the leaves. And the calls of the birds. And it settles something to me, some vibration of nerves or anxiety. So this is something here. It's real, that's now, it's not in the future or the past. But it's always here to return to in some sense if it can make some space for it and remember it. And I say, okay, well, I I think I can make it through Tuesday now or Wednesday or Thursday. I just breathe in. I smell that moss. I smell the wet earth. Something that smells like green and, and moisture. And I say, man, okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. All right, good night.